The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message they had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them. When eight days were completed for her circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. The, the Gospel of the Lord. Have you ever thought about Mary as the model theologian, an accessible, an accessible theologian? So on this feast of the Mother of God, we'll give you a little theology, but also look at her as the theologian. So first is, what is theology? I mean, basically, theology is the study of what God has revealed about himself. So we reflect on what God has said, what he's told us. And sometimes, though, I mean, maybe you've experienced this, the explanations can be quite intricate. Just open the section on the Trinity and the Catechism, or go to St. Augustine's explanations on certain doctrines. And it's not the fault of the theologians, it's that we're trying to describe the infinite God. So try to say that in a sentence. Well, God is love. Okay, there's one word, but okay, what does that mean? So to try to unfold all of that, is what theology does. And in fact, today's solemnity was affirmed not only, I mean, only until the Third Ecumenical Council, which was held in Ephesus in the year 431. So it's already 400 years into the church. Two ecumenical councils have already happened. And they're wrestling, how do you describe who Christ is? And then, then specifically now, it was, well, how do we talk about Mary's relationship to Christ. So first it was, how do we describe Christ's nature, his divinity? Like we, we kind of just rolls off our tongue now, oh yes, two natures, one person, that's Jesus. Well, it took a lot of time to find the right words. How do we say that? If you say it this way, well, then we fall into an error over here. So in this case, Nestorius was wrestling with this question. How do we describe Mary's relationship to Jesus? And he used the phrase, the phrase Christotokos, the Christ-bearer, tokos, to bear the Christ, the one who bears the Christ. Now it sounds right. He's like, oh, of course, she was the Christ-bearer. But he put it in opposition to another term, the Theotokos, which is the God-bearer. He's like, well, we can't say that. He's, she can't be the God-bearer. Like, how can she be the mother of her own creator? So also that's, that's perplexing as well. Well, that's a good question. Yeah. But he wound up falling into an error of kind of, I don't want to demonize him. It's, there's difficult questions. But he kind of stuck to his guns and says, no, you can't say she's the God bearer. But he wound up jeopardizing the nature of the incarnation. Like Christ is true God. He is true man. And Mary is the mother of this person incarnate who is God. So therefore, 
She is the mother of God. That's a little theology. We'll give you an exam at the end of Mass, but you have to remember Nestorius, Christotokos, Theotokos. Okay, so on the way out, I'll be quizzing you. Now, we take these distinctions for granted. A lot of things we learn of the Trinity, one God, three persons. So theology is tough, but it doesn't have to be tough. Like We don't have to be experts in explaining every detail to be a theologian, and that's where we turn to Mary, the model theologian. So what's needed for theology? Again, we had God's revelation. God says something about himself, and then we study that. But we also need a pondering heart, a heart that reflects, a heart that takes things in and lets them sit without wanting the answer right away. So first, let's look at Revelation. Not all of Revelation, but specifically right now, eight days after Jesus is born, what's the Revelation? There's Mary with Joseph in the stable eight days into this. Maybe they found a house to be in by this point. I don't know. No, I actually said he was lying in a manger still when the shepherds came. So they're still there after a week. So she's contemplating what? As she's holding, nursing Jesus, the one whom she bore in her womb. So any of you mothers out there, think of when you held your baby for the first time, or when you nursed your child, or when you just saw your baby sleeping in the crib and you just looked at your baby. There's Mary already receiving. This is God's revelation right here. This little baby. God revealing himself. The one she gave birth to. The bundle of joy now sleeping, now cooing, now crying, now sleeping again. This one that maybe is suckling on Joseph's finger as he's playing with him or just marveling at him. This is God's revelation. And Mary is taking this in. And that's the second key. So God's revelation, and then the pondering heart. Like I said, me included, we often want to go quickly to, well, what does this mean? What does this mean for me? Why is this happening? The why question. I'll just give you the, stop asking the why question, because you probably won't get the answer to the why in this this side of heaven. Why did that happen? Now, you can kind of inch towards it, but I think the better question is, it has happened. Let me bring it into my heart and let me ponder, like Mary, to discover what the Lord is trying to teach me. Luke really must have been struck by this aspect of Mary because he underlines it several times. When the angel Gabriel came, she pondered at what she was marveling and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. In this gospel today, she marveled at everything that was told to her by the shepherds, and she took them into her heart and pondered them. Later, after the meeting with, in the temple, the same thing. When they found Jesus lost in the temple, the same thing. It must have been this quality, you could probably visibly see it in her, that something may have hit her, struck her. Maybe she closed her eyes and surrendered. Don't, don't get the idea like everything was just easy for Mary. Oh, wonderful. My, my, my son is lost. I'll find him in three days. No, like her son was lost. Like all these things. Like Mary really was troubled sometimes. She was worried. 
but she didn't let it, she didn't ruminate. She pondered. She turned things over inside with the Lord. And then little by little, like we talked about a few weeks ago in Gadete Sunday, of like unwrapping the gift, the same thing. That's, that's the model. So now, again, she looks at her tiny baby. Her tiny baby. She just gave birth. The shepherds, all aglow, coming in, so excited, sharing the message. We were out there. The angels, they appeared. And like, no, they're not making sense when they're like, wow, what's going on? They're just marveling. And then they leave, and Mary and Joseph are just kind of looking at each other like, wow. And she pondered in her heart. Did she have it all figured out? No. In fact, did they know in a few days' time or maybe a few weeks' time they'd have to go to Egypt? No. And then that would come, and that would disrupt their plans, and then she again would have to ponder that in her heart. So today I think what she's doing, just imagine her stepping down, kind of stooping down or bending down from heaven. And as St. Therese liked to say, she's more of a mother than a queen. She's a queen, but she's more of a mother And she takes us into her heart. And she ponders God's work in you, each one of you. She looks at you, she's close to you, and she ponders the marvels God is working in you. And if you're thinking, oh, I'd like to see some of those marvels. Well, she also bends down to your ear and teaches you like a good mother. As if we were little children. Hey, remember this? Remember that? How about this? You remember when that happened? What do you think that might be telling you today? I don't know. Well, sit with it. I'll sit with you. So what does that mean? It means maybe the lesson you got today in prayer, the inspiration. 2020, the whole year. Don't just think it was the COVID year. Like, okay, that's the easy way to say, oh, it was the COVID year, the horrible year. Okay, yeah, there were a lot of trials. But I guarantee... God was not absent from your life. Something from your past, perhaps. Something that's a lingering question you have. Those things, that's where theology takes place. God speaking to your heart, revealing Himself, and you coming to understand Him better and yourself better in that light. Now, of course, theology is much more than that as well. But that's also theology. So let us see Mary... Once again, bending down towards us, maybe extending her hand and saying Aaron's prayer that we read, we heard in the book of Numbers. She's not a priest, but she's the mother of the high priest. Aaron was the priest. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. And then she does say to us, Happy New Year. May you find your deepest and lasting peace this year in God. And may you let me, the mother of God, and your mother be your trustworthy guide. Amen. Our loving Savior has given us the Blessed Virgin Mary to be our mother. With confidence in the Father's care, we now pray that Mary, mother of the church, will guide and protect the church with her motherly love. Especially in these troubled times, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, On this world day of peace, that Mary, Queen of Peace, 
will intercede to bring lasting peace to the world, especially in those countries that lack this peace most. Let us pray to the Lord. That the intercession of Mary will draw our parish community closer to Jesus Christ this year. Let us pray to the Lord. For all families, especially those of this parish, that this new year will be a time of peace and abiding love and healing. Let us pray to the Lord. For the sick, the orphan, the lonely, and the forgotten, that the mother of mercy will be their consolation and their joy. Let us pray to the Lord. For all mothers, especially those who are expecting a newborn child, that they find strength and inspiration from the prayers and example of the Mother of God, let us pray to the Lord. For the grace to deepen our devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, let us pray to the Lord. And for departed souls, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon them. May their souls and the souls of the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. And let us join our prayers to those of the Blessed Mother as we sing.